Before listening to this podcast, we wanted to make the listener aware that they could potentially be triggered listening to April's story if you have experienced a recent loss of someone, are going through the grieving process, or have lost someone by tragic death. Well, hello, everyone. I wanted to take one episode to just touch base with everyone that listens to the Path Love and Podcast. Uh, First of all, I just want to thank you so much for continuing to be the devoted listeners that you are. And I had a recent event happen in my life that I felt like I needed to come on and create an episode about to share with you directly, because It is something that has greatly affected my life, and I will probably be sharing some of my experience in the upcoming interviews this spring when I am speaking to people from the Afterlife Awareness Conference. So I've kind of been putting this episode off for quite a while, but I'm in the crunch time of needing to get it out because I have shared my experience with some of the guests uh, that we have pre-recorded some shows, and they are getting ready to be released. Uh, very soon this week. So on October 19th of 2019, I joined a couple of uh, groups that maybe not all people belong in yet or uh, will ever belong to. But on October 19th, my mom tragically passed away. And so I joined the group of being someone who has lost a parent and also have joined the group of people who have lost someone to a pedestrian death. So my mom's death uh, was definitely not anticipated by me. I never in a million years would have thought that this is how it would have happened. But she was crossing the street pretty late at night, and she was, um, you know, struggling at the time with her use of alcohol and prescription medication, and she was hit by a car. So that uh, happened back in October of 2019. And you might have noticed that our podcast weren't coming out every week. I was just trying to get through the past couple of months, going through my own grieving process, trying to get my business back on track, my life back on track. And um, so things slowed down a little bit for Path 11. And I am in a much better place now, which is good. But you know, I have to share just some crazy synchronicities leading up to this. For those of you who have been longtime listeners, you probably have listened to episode 215 with Lucinda Back and White and episode 225 with Robin Lansong. So I want to go to Robin's episode first, and she has a really amazing story if you haven't listened to it yet. Part of her gift is also to sing people their songs back to them. And this is in regards to her own kidnapping and two near-death experiences. But she wanted to sing for me in that episode, and it's about the last 10 minutes. And before she sang for me, she tuned into my energy, and you'll hear her talk about my worry about a woman that is close to me. And uh, I think in you know previous episodes, I've been fairly open just with the relationship that I've had with my mom, the fact that she struggled with alcoholism most of her life, uh, some drugs in and out through there, and also had a pretty... Uh, long-standing history of PTSD that really started when she was about two years old and other multiple traumas throughout her life. So in the last year and a half, my mom's life was really starting to take a turn for the worse. I intuitively knew and actually say in that episode that I knew my mom didn't have much longer to live. 
again, it's just kind of this innate feeling. I didn't really know how to explain it, but I could just begin to feel something pulling away from her. Um, So Robin actually sang a song of protection for my mom, which now looking back is just so incredibly wild. It kind of freaks me out in some way, but in another way is just really magnificent. And uh, I really fell apart during that episode. Uh, There's a long period of silence because I really couldn't catch my breath. I was crying a lot. And, um, you know, it was just, uh, it was a very touching and moving moment. Also in episode 215 with Lucinda back in white, I remember before I uh, had an interview with her that night before I had a wild dream, a lot of different animals. I'm pretty sure it was that episode. And I remember it had to do with a dream about a lion and a cub. And we kind of went into and I shared a little more about how that was relevant to me and what I thought that was about and probably was having to do with my relationship with my mom. So um, so anyway, you know, for the past year and a half or so, my mom and I have not had a ton of contact because she really began to get wrapped up in a pretty serious domestic violence relationship. I could tell that she was under the influence with alcohol again. She was in and out of the hospital uh, trying to get sober, I would say for the past year and a half. And, you know, I was able to, after she passed away, kind of see how many detoxes she had. And she actually went into detox uh, six days, six days before she passed away. She had uh, five days of sobriety, five or six days of sobriety had come out and three days later she had passed away. So that made and is continuing to make, of course, uh, my journey a little bit challenging and difficult. Uh, You know, just trying to work through some of that guilt, some of that regret. Should I have done it a different way? You know, what if I was more compassionate around her addiction? You know, all of that inner critic and self-talk just kind of, you know, keeps coming up. But um, in the past couple of months, I have really decided to jump into what I know works and what heals people. So I have been going through my own individual and intense therapy. Actually, um, starting next week, I'm going to be undertaking and being a participant of a grief group for about six weeks. I have also done some eye movement therapy, some tapping therapy with my therapist. I also reached out and I've had some other healers reach out to me that heard about this and really consulting with them. I've consulted with um, medium Marla Freeze, who's been on our show and has turned into a good friend of mine. I have definitely consulted Tom Campbell. I also met a new woman, Marina Petro, who provided me an intuitive uh, session. And one of our more recent guests, Bernadette Bloom, had actually heard about my mom's death through a connection of Mike's. Uh, Mike's mom has a book club, and I believe one of her listeners, uh, Barbara, Barbara, if you're listening, hi, thanks for letting Bernadette know. Um, She went down and met Bernadette, and Bernadette reached out to me right away, and she said, I'd like to gift you a session. So that led me down the rabbit hole of this esoteric healing thing because I was completely popped out of my body. Um, The PTSD was just triggered. Um, Past PTSD was triggered. You know, whenever you're grieving, it's just difficult to begin with. And I still had to try to function for work. I was able to take two weeks off and then needed to go back to my clients. So that session really put me together and I was just really amazed by it. And that really inspired me to move forward in trying to figure out how to do whatever she did. So I have since become a student of hers, uh, learning how to uh, conduct esoteric healings, not only on myself, but on my clients as well. So I uh, actually, when I 
spoke to all of those people, I did make recordings of the sessions because I may eventually share that along the way. And uh, the week after my mom had passed away, I went to church. And when I was there, Pastor Mark, my Pastor Mark, was talking about how God really wanted to use people as an instrument to get his work across and, you know, the messages out. And I remember Pastor Mark saying that if you have a platform, whatever that platform is, God wants you to use it. And I was kind of sitting there in the audience and it felt like a direct message to me. And there was a part of me that really felt like, oh my God, I do have a platform. I have a podcast. I have a production company. I could make, you know, a film or a documentary about this. I'm a mental health therapist. I help people with grief and now I'm grieving and now I have a very intense story that I could share with others. And I really didn't want to use this platform to do that. (laughs) Um, And I've really been meditating on it for the past couple of weeks. um, Well, actually the past couple of months and really debating whether or not I should share my story. And I decided that I was going to because If I didn't, I was probably going to stop doing the Path Love and Podcast, to be completely honest. I mean, it's been a rough couple of months, and it's really made me question life. What is my purpose? What am I doing? What what should I continue to do? Am I going in the right direction? Do I even have the energy to speak to people, you know, this year and, and just talk about things? And then I also know a part of who I am. I am just a very open book, an honest person, and I said to myself, there's no way I can continue doing the Path Love and Podcast and having people on our show, and I know I'm going to be talking about more death. I know I'm going to be talking about anxiety. I know I'm going to be talking about PTSD and spirituality, and I have always, since the beginning, have brought my story into certain shows where I felt it was necessary. So I knew that it was either stop doing the Path, Love, and Podcast, or I have to share my story and begin to integrate this in, because maybe parts of my story will help others heal. The other thing that encouraged me to do it was one night a couple weeks ago, I just decided to research some statistics. I wanted to know like how many people actually die every year of being hit by a car. And uh, the most recent statistics are from 2018. And in 2018, 6,227 people Uh, died by being hit by a vehicle. And that was really shocking to me too. I was like, wow. So I have something in common with, you know, 6,000 people in 2018. And in some of the research, it looks like that uh, pedestrian deaths are actually on the rise due to smartphones and vehicles. And uh, there was a 10 year period from 2008 to 2017, where pedestrian deaths increased by 35%. So that's just mind boggling to me. And um, there's also things within this whole entire process that I know could probably benefit people who have lost to someone, maybe through an automobile accident, a plane crash, or, you know, anything that's kind of tragic like that, that I have learned along the way. And I do plan on spacing out some episodes. I'm not really sure. Again, I don't really have everything collected in my mind of how I would like to do this or what the best way is to organize my experience and share this stuff with you. But I'll tell you, there's some really interesting things that like our legal system and even like the mental health system or just the whole system in itself really doesn't help to support the grieving process whatsoever. And I don't know if I'll ever, you know, take another step further to try to make any changes in that area. But I I am thinking that there is definitely a really good podcast episode around that to talk about. I guess I just wanted to step on here and 
you know, kind of talk to people. So when you're hearing the next few episodes, we have a lot of people from the Afterlife Awareness Conference coming up on our schedule that I am sharing some examples of recently what I have been through with the death and the tragic death of my mom here. So you're going to start hearing some of those stories. And I didn't want it to come to a surprise, especially for those of you who I know have been listening from the beginning, you know, to all of a sudden just hear me share this and I'm not actually you know, directing this conversation to you guys directly. I just felt like I really needed to do that before these episodes start coming out. I also received such great feedback from all of these healers that I have worked with. And I'm so glad that I did record these conversations because I really, really feel that these conversations are just as good as podcast episodes. I mean, it's, it's real and raw and it's life And I just can't imagine that people cannot benefit from this, you know, and I don't want to just keep this personal and keep it to myself. I can, but I also feel like God really has selected me, the universe, whatever this guiding force is, has put me in a position where I am reaching thousands and thousands of people every single month that listen to this podcast. So knowing that I have that impact and I have the platform to be able to share some stories, it is my hope that as I am moving through my grief process, that maybe some things that I am learning, that I am doing, that I am going through will help one of you or will help someone that you know, and you can send the podcast over to them. And I guess that's about it. Well, there's there's so much more. And again, this isn't really organized. That's another thing that's been going on with grief. It's like my brain and my memory and my organization is just blah. Uh, so I really didn't have a set format and how I wanted to actually talk about this as the first episode. But what I will say, just kind of going back to the Afterlife Awareness Conference, um, Everything that I learned in the past two years, I somehow brought into this experience. So I actually asked Mike to loop the song that Robin sang for my mom and was actually able to play that at my mom's services. I mean, what a gift. It was beautiful. I was able to share that with other family members who don't, you know, have time to listen to the podcast. It was just a really beautiful touch. And to think that this was a song of protection for my mom and it was sung to her. We actually recorded that episode in July, but we released it in September. And here my mom is a month and three days after that song aired, she passed away. So, you know, I was able to use that. The things that I learned from Linda Fitch, who is a shamanic practitioner and teacher, I was actually able to create a water ritual and also bring in the teachings of Maladoma Somme. And this was like not your average funeral by any means. I had created altars for the elements and we all did a water ritual. I created these grief uh, basket things for people to take home. Um, educating people about what the water ritual was about, that if they wanted to continue to set this little altar up in their home to help them with the grief of my mom or somebody else in their life, that they could do that. So, you know, I used that. So I just received so many gifts from the Afterlife Awareness Conference. And I can't help but think, you know, with the divine timing and how all this played out, that really the universe and God was looking out for me in these past couple of years. Uh, this podcast in itself prepared me for this day, for October 19th. I mean, it changed my life. Uh, it changed me forever. You can't really go back to the person that you were before this. And I think that's also the challenge in this whole process. It's constantly questioning, who am I? What do I do from here? How do I get through this? Do I get through this? Uh, the fear of just completely breaking down and the grief 
taking over you and then, you know, really finding the strength within to move on and to not let it get you stuck. So I definitely know that there is something uh, guiding me, preparing me and definitely guided and prepared me up until this moment. And I am very, very grateful for that because I think if I hadn't had all of that education and having all these wonderful conversations with people on the podcast, I don't think I would be doing as well as I am doing. Um, I also have some fun stories to share about signs that I got from my mom after she passed and some things that had happened at the services that seemed to be completely random. But of course, we know there's no such thing. Uh, Lots and lots of synchronicities. So that was very cool. And I am hoping to put out a couple more episodes to kind of talk about each of those things. So thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen. Also, just to let you know, too, with this happening, I'm kind of really have shifted my Hannah's healing business a bit, really stepping away at least for this year to do a lot of clinical counseling because I really need to just kind of take care of myself. And I am focusing more on holistic healing and Reiki. So I have... um, kind of got a group of my Reiki students together who have shown interest in becoming practitioners. I have brought them on board with me. So I'm working a little less out of Hannah's Healing Wellness Studio and trying to work a little bit more through Path 11 Productions, just again, to take a little bit of a break from the heaviness of of life in general, other people's lives. And, you know, when you are a therapist and you're going through your own stuff as heavy as this, you have to take care of yourself. So I can at least, you know, be good for my clients that I show up to. But I've also learned that it's okay to change direction, that you don't always have to do what you've always done. So I'm challenging my myself to step out into my comfort zone and maybe trying a few other things this year. And we have the Afterlife Awareness Conference coming up, which is going to be, I don't even know how that's going to be. I'll tell you, I have some reservations about it. There's a part of me that is like, I can't wait to go there and be amongst that community. And it will not be weird if I just start crying randomly. Uh, there's another part of me that's a little fearful that I'm going to be really triggered and am I going to be able to film? And then there's the other part of me that's really excited because I know something's going to heal. Uh, the last Afterlife Awareness Conference in Utah, I'm sure we have the footage somewhere, the closing ceremony. I don't know what happened, but um, you know, I was filming through the whole thing and then all of a sudden all of this grief and these tears just came over me and I participated in the ceremony and I cried like a baby. And there was a part of me that knew I was also grieving for my mom. I can't state it enough. I just knew something was going to happen. I I didn't know when. I didn't know how. My guess was was it was going to be probably related to alcohol. You know, maybe she would not get out of the hospital or that she would fall really ill and be in the hospital. Never in a million years did I ever think she'd be hit by a car. But I grieved and cried so hard. (laughs) I think Mike and Lexi were like, what is going on? But, you know, it's that's a place where you can do that. So it's really interesting just kind of looking back of what was going on leading up to October 19th and how things have been playing out since. So yeah, so I am looking forward to the Afterlife Awareness Conference. I know I'm going to have tremendous support there. Um, You know, Terry Daniel has reached out to me offering her support. And if I need anything from her, Austin Wells, I mean, just a great group of people. Robin Lansong again, um, she offered. So, you know, I'm going to take you guys on this journey. And for those of you who may find it helpful when these episodes come out, uh, take a listen and hopefully you'll get something. Uh, You know, I always love getting feedback from all of you. You can always email me, april at path11productions.com. I personally would really love to be in touch with any 
listeners who have lost someone through a tragic death because I'm feeling a little alone, to be quite honest. I haven't quite found those people yet that I can talk to who have been through some of the trauma of dealing with the police, dealing with the accident reports, dealing with the collection of uh, your deceased loved one's belongings at the, you know, at the time of the accident. It's just, there's a lot of stuff. So if anyone out there is listening and you do have a story that you'd like to share with me, uh, I would love to hear it. And, um, you know, maybe we can help each other and kind of get through this process. But I'll tell you right now, I am, I'm a fighter. I always have been. And I am digging really, really deep. I have had to dig really, really deep to not just kind of give up here and throw everything away and just say, fuck it. Um, So I want to let you know that I am pulling myself up by my bootstraps, as Tom Campbell would say. I am not letting this grief and the situation overtake me or my life to dampen my light, to put out that fire. I know that I am here for a mission and sometimes life can throw you some of these things, but I do believe it is meant for me to grow. Again, uh, maybe God is using me through a platform where I can share and I can help others heal. Maybe my mom's death and her life uh, will be a magnificent, you know, conversation piece and healing for many, many people. And wouldn't that be beautiful? So I'm going to fight through this and I'm going to make it. And I hope you guys uh, join me on the journey. And I look forward to bringing you some more of these podcasts. And again, it's going to be super random. I'll do it when I feel inspired. I'll do it when I feel ready. And when it feels safe for me to be able to talk about what I need to talk about and put out there publicly, uh, it'll happen. So stay tuned. And again, love you guys. Thank you so much for listening, being a part of the Path 11 journey. The path, it's a crazy one, isn't it? Yeah. So anyway, that's it for me today. Thank you guys so much. And I will talk to you guys soon.